Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Today, we have an interview with Grayson Sawyer from North Carolina. Beautiful place up there, man. Appalachian Mountains, Blue Ridge Mountains. I love the uh, western part of North Carolina where Grayson's from. Gorgeous part of the country. And Grayson's going to share his story with us. A quick summary. Went to college, got the business administration degree, gets married, has a kid. He's cutting that grass, making that cash as a part-time deal simultaneously to working for the old USPS. That's right. Out there delivering the mail and he hated it. <laughs> He's just doing that job for the money. He's getting frustrated. And so he, you know, talked to his wife, continued to build his lawn care company, and then he decided he's going to go for it. And so he's going to share that story with us of where he's at now, where it's been a few years now. He's been going, you know, full time since I believe 2017, and he's really building his business at a rapid rate, loving it. Life is good in North Carolina for Grace and Sawyer. So we look forward to hearing his story today. And thank you to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode. If you want to become a professional hardscaper, check out the resources available at the Hardscape Academy. And guys, as always, I want to say thank you when you leave these ratings and reviews and Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show. Patrick L. McCauley, thanks for the five-star review. He says it's a good listen. Great content. Production quality is so professional. There you go, Marty. Keep up the good work. He says something for everyone in the lawn and landscape world. Keep it up. Patrick McCauley, McCauley Mowing Company. And also we had a rating and review come in from Zyler's Lawn Care. Drop five stars says loving the podcast and actually Zyler I'll tell you what my friend you uh your sincere question in your review really pulled a string on my heart and so what I'm going to do to answer his question long story short for you guys wondering well, what was his question Paul you can actually go and read it on the Apple podcast but in summary he's got a really good job in trucking right now but he's got the itch to do his part-time lawn care company full-time and he's asking when is the right timing is the right timing now should he jump now because he feels hesitant and unsure or should he wait till next spring? And so that's a big question and I want to really um, answer it thoroughly. So stay tuned, Zyler's Lawn Care. You're going to get an episode just answering your question because we get this question so much and I want to make sure we're all clear on exactly what it means to have the boat close to the dock, to have the what equipment is necessary to get started and how many customers do you need to get started if you're going to leave that cushy, good paying job with all the benefits to do this full time. Because we got to keep in mind, friends, four out of five small businesses fail. It's, you know, the odds are against us that only 20% of us are going to make it. And so we need to make sure that uh, we are established. We got a good foundation and confidence and, and go for it wisely. And so I'm going to do a whole show for you, my friend, uh, answering that question. And also perfect segue here, Marty. Uh, we're excited. We've been working for a couple years on an e-course and I wanted to teach everything that I've learned in my 10 plus years of, you know, having a lawn care landscaping business here in Atlanta. And so we finally did that. We got a bunch of videos that will train and equip you the foundations. If you're in your first, second, third year, maybe you've got a part-time job or full-time job 
job or you're thinking of doing lawn care, this is for you. And so I'm excited. Uh, take a look at today's show notes and you'll see the link there if you want to get the e-course and uh, just my basic foundational teachings. It's uh, It was really fun to put all that together and, and take so many trips down memory lane of what I did wrong my first few years. So you don't have to make those mistakes, but uh, you can come out of the gate uh, profitable and uh, building a successful business. And speaking of a profitable and successful lawn care and landscaping business, buckle up folks, it's time to hear the story of Grayson Sawyer from North Carolina. What's up, my friend? Oh, not much, Paul. How are you? Good. Good. I'm in the studio. We got a rain day here down in Atlanta. It was nice this morning and now it's pouring down rain out there. What about up there in North Carolina? Uh, I actually had a small shower today, but uh, we was able to work most of the day. Um, didn't uh, didn't have too much rain and it's actually sunny again now, so uh, we got to work. And you got mountains up there or what? Yeah, we're at the, we're kind of the foothills here. Uh, but yeah, we're right at the foothills and uh, mountains all around us. Foothills of what, the Appalachian, or what kind of mountain range is that? Yeah, yeah, right there at the Appalachian Mountains, and uh, then we got some Blue Ridge, too. Okay, well, we're, that's kind of right, that's kind of, I'm at the foothills, too, of the Appalachian, Blue Blue, uh, Blue Ridge is the other way, but it's beautiful for those of you who've never been to North Georgia and, and North Carolina, it's, the mountains are awesome, aren't they? For sure, for sure, I love it out here. Yeah, well, tell us about your business, my guy. Well, um, I guess I can just start off, uh, kind of beginning, um, started out, um, actually kind of just part-time as like a 16, 17 year old, uh, doing it. I was really just doing it just to make kind of, you know, extra cash and as a high schooler. And, uh, I, um, started out just, uh, I think actually just started out mowing my grandma's yard. Um, and then, uh, and then I started mowing my church, um, and I actually started out just mowing with my dad's lawn tractor, just like a you know a little regular John Deere mm-hmm. riding mower. Mm-hmm. And um, mowing my church, actually, our church has its own mower, and uh, so I was actually just mowing the church with the church's mower. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that was my first two accounts, and I just started out doing those, and uh, then um, doing that kind of in high school, sixteen, I think, or so, maybe even fifteen. Um, but, um, and then, uh, I ended up, uh, when I graduated high school, I wasn't really super interested in the business exactly yet. I was just kind of wasn't sure what I wanted to do for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, um, ended up, I went to college after high school uh, for business administration, um, at an, uh, at a, uh, community college mm-hmm. right here in town. And you, uh, are you talking into the speaker or are you talking right in the phone? It's got an echo. I'm right in the phone. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, but um that's better. Anyways, okay. Um but anyways, after that, um I I did that for a little while and started realizing, you know, that I you know, I was wanting to do something kind of full-time uh in college, so I actually uh ended up going work at the post office for a little while. Mm-hmm. And um didn't uh <laughs> that that wasn't my favorite thing. Um <laughs> but uh uh, we, it was actually it was actually part time there, um, and uh, it was a it was part time. That's just the way they hire on. You have to start out part time, but um, ended up uh, doing that. And then I ended up still mowing yards, and uh, I would pick up, you know, another account here from word of mouth, and another account, another account, another account. So I started getting fairly busy, and um, as I got you know busier and busier with that, and I realized I, I mean I've, I loved being outside. I loved mowing grass. 
And uh, so, I, and at the time, in the in this time per- frame, I actually got married. Mm. So, um, but I was at the post office and doing uh, lawn care, doing both. And uh, they were kind of technically both part time because post office, like I said, was part time, and then uh, lawn care was part time. But uh, I got more and more busy, and uh, so I ended up just kind of taking a step of faith, I guess you could say, and quit the post office because I. I hated it and I was growing my business and, uh, I got so busy, really, it was really getting hard to handle both. Mm-hmm. Um, the post office was really only a couple of days a week, but they could call you in and you could end up having to work all week if, you know, you, if they needed you. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime that happened, you know, I was really struggling to get all my accounts done. And so, um, ended up kind of took a step of faith and, uh, you know, being married and stuff with some bills and stuff, but I, I quit the post office and, um, think I had around, I think I had around 20 accounts. That's all I had. But, um, and just a little bit of landscape work here and there. Um, but, uh, I quit that. And I, well, before I actually, while I was still part-time still there, I actually forgot to mention that I bought them, uh, Ferris commercial zero turn. Okay. So, that's what I kind of, I started out with my dad's lawn tractor, like I said, and used it for a while while I still had just a few accounts, but the more accounts I was getting, you know, I, I needed to be more efficient. So I uh, bought that Ferris zero turn. Now I see you got a big old, nice box truck now, but I'm sure back then you probably didn't have that setup yet. What was your setup back in the early days? (laughs) Actually, I was at, in the early days was still borrowing my dad's pickup truck. It was like a, Dodge Dakota. So it wasn't, you know, a full size truck, even it was a smaller truck and, uh, and was borrowing his truck. And, uh, I think I, even at the beginning there for a while, I still borrowed his, uh, weed eater and, uh, blower. So you put it on uh, a trailer or what the mower? Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning, my dad, um, had a little five by eight trailer from like Lowe's, you know, just mm-hmm. a small little trailer and I borrowed it. And, uh, and like I said, in the beginning, it was his lawn tractor. Then I went to my Ferris and, uh, his still his blower, his weed eater, uh, then I, uh, eventually when I started, uh, I think it was around when I quit the post office, I knew I needed to get my own stuff. So I bought, um, a little five by 10 trailer, a mm-hmm. uh, little heavier duty than the one my dad had. And, uh, and then I bought my own, uh, backpack blower and my own weed eater. And, uh, so I kind of had my own setup except for the truck. And then I think a few months after I bought the trailer and the you know, the blower, the weed eater. Then I uh, ended up buying a Chevy 1500 and had my own truck too. So everything was mine after that. Yeah, And so that was around, that was all around when I went full time. And you were, how you were married, just got married right when this was all happening with the post office yeah. and this. And so what was your wife? Was she working or was she cheering you on or was she getting mad at you or what was that like? <laughs> no, she actually, uh, she cleans houses, uh, but it's kind of, uh, it's uh, kind of part time for her. she she cleans just a handful of houses. So, um, she works just a couple days a week. Um, I was mostly the, mostly the provider, you know, so it was a little stressful, but she was, uh, at the time it was just me and her and, uh, our bills wasn't too crazy high. So she was, uh, she was actually pulling for me cause she could tell I really didn't like the post office. And she actually is the one that encouraged me to quit. Uh, surprisingly, I know that, uh, you know, sometimes women, uh, want to have that security, but she knew, uh, I guess she had faith in me, in which she had faith in the Lord too. We're Christians, so, um, but we kind of took a step of faith. But uh, she was uh, she was very encouraging about it, and you know she kind of encouraged me to quit so and go full time in lawn care. So, uh, 
worked out good. And then what's the chapters been like? It sounds like you got a child now. What's the chapters from quitting the um, post office, getting your, your own blower, your own weed eater, your Chevy, and now to where you got today? What happened in this, this stage of the business? Yeah. So after I, you know, I went full time, uh, uh, that was like, uh, back in 2017, uh, the beginning of 2017 is when I quit the post office and went full time. And, uh, when I, when I quit that first year was a little bit, uh, a little tough, you know, uh, just, uh, starting out didn't really still didn't really know a whole lot about what I was doing. I mean, I, I knew how to mow grass and everything, but running an actual business, you know, with all the, the legit part of running a business, uh, didn't know much about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some knew some from doing the uh, business at college, but uh, still doing it, you know, uh, getting your feet wet and actually running real life. Yeah. A little, a little different. Yeah. Than, yeah. Real life experience. Real life. Teach you real quick. For sure. Yep. For sure. So uh, anyways, that first year was a little slow, a little rough, but uh, you know, we made it, uh, you know, and I, I did grow after I quit. It was, I was able to focus on only that. But then the next year, um, 2018, I really kind of took off and really was starting to grow and, uh, uh, got a lot more accounts and doing more landscaping and getting into more of that too. Um, and then, uh, 2019, I almost doubled, uh, my, you know, my revenue and then between 2018, 2019, uh, 2019 was a big jump for us. Um, we had, uh, we gained several commercial accounts, which before we were only residential, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, gained a lot more residentials as well. Um, and then, you know, we had during all that time of growing, we were slowly still buying equipment and, uh, kind of stepping up buying the equipment to make us more efficient. And, uh, so yeah, we've came a long ways. And then, uh, this year really jumped again from last year doing really well now. And, uh, uh, I mean, in my eyes anyways, I've, uh, really, really jumped again from 2019. So, between the last couple of years, we've jumped and grown a lot. And you have any employees or what? Yeah, I actually have a full-time guy and, uh, my full-time guy is actually getting ready to, uh, have to leave. He's gonna, uh, getting ready to be a cop, but I already have another uh, guy that I think is going to be, uh, kind of taking over his role that started uh, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, so far he's looking good. So he's going to kind of take over his role. And I'm thinking if we stay as busy as we are, cause right now I'm kind of working both of them. But if we stay as busy as we are, um, when the guy, the other guy does leave to be a cop, I think that, um, we're going to maybe either hire part-time or another second full-time guy. So, okay. But, uh, and you got a box truck now? Yeah, actually. Uh, well, actually w- when I went from the Chevy, I ended up doing some landscape work and, uh, here, uh, we do, I do quite a bit of the hauling myself, like picking up material and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to use that 1500, you know, haul three, four tons of rock and mulch. And it was like, I mean, it was really wearing it down. So, um, uh, cause we get, we've got into quite a bit of landscaping work now too. And so I actually bought a, uh, Ford F three fifty and sold that, uh, Chevrolet 1500. That was my next step in business was that truck. And, um, I actually still have that truck and use that for landscaping mm-hmm. and, uh, and we use that. But yeah, last year, actually last year during the summer, I bought a box truck with the ramp set up on the back, the dovetail ramp set up. And, uh, that's been a awesome truck. It's a game changer, you know, uh, no trailer pulling around town. And so you can fit in a lot tighter areas and, uh, also just shut the door and leave it loaded. I never have to unload equipment. It's really nice. 
What would you say? I get this question very frequently where someone's in the position you were in, Grayson, where they have the post office job and they got the lawn, maybe not exactly at the post office, but they have some kind of job with some kind of steady income. And then they starting to build up some accounts. They're starting to get busy trying to keep up with those accounts. Then they're going to the job they don't like. In your, you know, reviewing how you handled all that, what would you say to someone who's like, man, I'm, I'm where Grayson used to be. What should I do? Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, um, you know, I took a step of faith, uh, you know, quitting that job. But if it's something that you, you know, I like, I, I really did have more of a, a passion, I guess you could say, for for lawn care and landscape, and I just really enjoyed being outside. So, so emotionally, you enjoyed going and cutting the grass, but when you were like, "Man, I got to go," you know, put the mail in the mailboxes, you're kind of like, "I don't look forward to this." Yeah, yeah, uh, to say the least. I actually really hated that job. Um, uh, it just wasn't for me. Um, so yeah, I dreaded going into that job. And it's almost like, even if I had to go out and cut grass after I got off of that job, it's just like, I almost felt like I was off work. You know, when I left the the post office, I was like, even if I was going to cut grass, it was like, it was an escape. I was getting away from work to go, you know, do my fun job or whatever you want to call it. I, I, I just enjoyed it. Uh, being outside. I mean, it's hard work, uh, you know, labor intensive, but I, I just enjoy it. I always have. And, uh, being outside, I've always been an outdoor person. So, uh, just really enjoyed that. And, uh, but yeah, if I was going to tell anybody, you know, if that's, if that's your, if you think that's your passion or you, you just hate your job and you think, uh, you know, um, you, you just don't want to do what you're doing and you want to step into lawn care landscaping. I mean, uh, you, you know, you know where you're at financially, I guess, but if you, uh, if you think you can do it and, uh, I think that, you know, you should just step out and do it because obviously when you go full time in it, you can also focus on marketing and really growing your company and you can hopefully get your numbers up quick. Paul returns with more of today's interview right after this word from our sponsors. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the hardscapeacademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. Lawn and landscape pros need to keep their competitive edge, and the easiest way to do that is by attending GIE Plus Expo this October 21st through the 23rd. There's only one word to describe the biggest action-packed experience in the outdoor equipment industry. Wow! Over a thousand indoor exhibits wall-to-wall with innovative products and the latest technology. Talk face-to-face with the engineers that design your favorite equipment. Then step outside and dive into the hands-on demo area where you can drive, dig, and compare equipment to your heart's delight. This year, the wow gets even bigger with the new UTV test track, the hands-on drone zone, and free parking. <laughs> free parking! Register now at GIE-Expo.com and we'll see you in Louisville, Kentucky this October. And if you would like to get 50% off your registration to this year's show, go ahead and use the promo code PAUL. You'll get 50% off and that link will be in the description of today's program. Now back to our conversation with Grayson.
Yeah, you once you make that jump and you if you're willing to roll your sleeves up and work, you can really build it real quick. For sure. Now here you are, you know, one employee, two employee, you know, growing this thing. What kind of weed eaters, blowers? What's the setup now? What, what, what that you're into this thing? What's your equipment? Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, I've always been a steel guy ever since the beginning. Uh, actually, I think my dad's weed eater that I borrowed was a Husqvarna from Lowe's or something. But um, I actually, when I very first bought my first one, I bought a steel just because uh, that's I really our only dealer in town. I mean, we have a couple other dealers thirty minutes away, but the one right here close in town is a steel dealer. So uh, that's just what I went with, and uh, I really liked it. And I'd always heard you know really good stuff about steel, anyways. Um, so I went with that. So I have a uh, I have a few weed eaters. I have a, a steel one thirty one, um, a steel one eleven. Um, and then I have a, uh, the combi system also for, uh, it has the, uh, my edger on it. And then I also switch out to, um, the hedge trimmer and pulse saw attachments for my combi. Mm. And I actually also, uh, I, I've never ran any echo stuff, but I actually, uh, I won, uh, you know, Mitchell's lawn care on, uh, yeah, he's from Instagram. North Carolina as well. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And I actually won his giveaway, his big follower giveaway. Mm-hmm. And uh, his grand prize was a weed eater. So the X I actually series. won. Yeah. And I actually, well, I won the, uh, yeah, I won his uh, giveaway, his grand prize, and it was a weed eater. And you could choose between, I think, a steel uh, 91 and a, a Echo 2620. And I'd never ran Echo and had heard some good stuff about it, too. And so I was just like, you know, I already have uh, steel stuff. So let's just try the Echo. And, uh, so that's what I got. I won that from him and, uh, it's great. Like actually my, my guy that's with me all the time and he, uh, he actually always picks up the echo now. He, he enjoys it a lot. It's, I think, I feel like it's a little bit lighter and it's just powerful. So on maintenance, it doesn't kind of get from you if you're just trying to do the basic weekly maintenance, you know? So, uh, he, he enjoys it and he really liked that weed eater too. So. Yeah, that's what I run, the Echo 2620 weed eater. It's good. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. Awesome, man. Well, what's been the biggest mistake you've made in your young career and what have you learned from that? Um, well, to be honest, I wish I would have uh, never started uh, the other job. But like I said, I didn't know what I was uh, kind of wanting to do then. But uh, I think it would have been just uh, – you know, kind of maybe maybe trying to grow it uh, harder earlier, just trying to really focus on it. And uh, and if I think if I would have, I would have just, you know, I was uh, 20, 20 years old when I went full time in it. And I think if I would have been eighteen right out of high school and could have really, uh, just really focused hard on that, uh, I think that would have been uh, something that could have got me going a lot quicker, and I could have, you know, been a little further along. So, and marketing, I, I didn't. I think that first year too, uh, I realized that I needed to market better. And, um, that first year I didn't do real, real well with that. And I think what do you do for marketing now? Um, I sent out direct, direct mailers, um, some, and then I, this past year I've got on uh, Google now. Cause I'm even in the beginning, I didn't have a Google, my business. Um, and now I have, I have a Google, my business. I'm, I have my own website. Um, Facebook marketing, stuff like that. So, um, and I've hit that pretty hard and then the direct mailers has been pretty, pretty decent too. So I just do that. It's nothing, nothing too crazy. I wasn't on like any social media at the beginning and, you know, now I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and like a website and things like that. So just being visible, I wasn't very visible, had no lettering and now all my trucks are lettered up. So stuff like that, just, you know, 
showing your brand and and being showing awareness and making people know that you're there. And so uh, I've really uh, I wish I would have done that earlier. I think that was the, di- the direct mailing. You pick kind of the neighborhood you want to target and you just mail it. Then it just you know sends it directly out to them. How how do you select where it goes? Yeah, yeah. I just made uh, got some flyers made up, and then uh, you, uh, yeah, you can go on the. I went through the EDDM uh, website through the post office, and uh, you can select uh, certain areas of the uh, the county or whatever that you're in, and uh, yeah, you select those little areas. It's like it'll pop up and show you kind of like a. I think it's like a whole mail route, but it's like it's kind of targeted the little spots that you want to be in, mm. and you can just select those spots, and then. Uh, and so I did that, kind of selected some of the areas that I wanted to be in. Yeah, that's really uh, and, smart. Uh, so you had to, did you have to print out the flyer yourself or did they, you paid them and they printed it out? Actually, uh, I just went through Vistaprint actually okay. and uh, printed out flyers and you have to put their little, uh, the little uh, USPS insignia on it mm-hmm. so that it's eligible for like the postage. Like that's how it's got the postage on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had to make sure that was good on there and, uh, I actually talked to somebody at our post office and they like told me how to do that. So I got that little uh, insignia printed on those. But when they came in uh, from Vistaprint, they had that already on them. And then you just uh, go online and select the ones you want. And uh, then you just take it to the post office and it has, you have the printed out paper that shows, you know, which uh, areas that it's going to. And so that's how that works. Wow. And about how much was that? How much did you have to pay the post office then? Um, I think I, well, I sent out 2000 flyers. Um, and I think, uh, just to send them, it was like, I'm trying to remember. I think it was a little over $300. Um, and then the flyers themselves, I think were around $300 too. So I think I had six, maybe $700 in all of it, but, uh, it definitely returns. I mean, send out 2000 flyers. It was definitely a small return, but I, I have some, uh, a few, uh, recurring customers from them. So that right there beyond pays for it. I mean, I got people that I may be making front money for them for, you know, in 20 years from now still. So right. and I just, worth it. I think it's huge just to, you know, get that route density, pick your, pick your neighborhood or two or three or area, and then just blitz that area. And don't, don't be driving all around town, you know, just. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's one good thing about doing it that way too. You can really target the oh, area yeah. you want to be in. Absolutely. We appreciate you, Grayson. How's the family life, man? You got any kids? Yeah, man. Yeah, I got a little boy. He's uh, almost 11 months old, and that's uh, that's awesome. I'm uh, definitely loving the dad life, and uh, and uh, yeah, being a husband too, uh, it's great. So, uh, love being a uh, you know a husband and a dad. Awesome, man. How can people connect with you on Instagram? What's your IG handle? And Marty, he'll put that, the producer, he'll put that in your, uh, the show's note. The yeah, show uh, notes. Sorry, Marty. He got <laughs> on me, so I said it wrong. It's show. He's proper. He ain't, he ain't a <laughs> landscaper like us, man. Show notes, Marty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm Sawyer Landscaping on everything pretty much. Uh, Sawyer Landscaping on Instagram, Facebook, um, and, uh, which that's pretty much the basic of what I, what I do social media wise, but, uh, yeah, it's all your landscaping. Uh, give me a follow. Awesome. We'll, we'll put that in the description of today's program and uh, give you a follow, man. Thanks for being a listener of the Green Industry Podcast too, man. That's appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I enjoy your content and uh, really appreciate what you do for the industry. Uh, definitely uh, it's helped me learn a lot just listening to guys like you and uh, uh, the different ones. Definitely uh, something, you know, helps you can help you grow a lot quicker when you get the knowledge you need just from hearing other guys that's been through it before.
Yeah, absolutely, man. I've made a, a lot of mistakes. <laughs> and so if you can listen and then not repeat the mistakes I made, then uh, you'll be, like they say, my my ceiling's your floor. You can start where I'm at now just by listening, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely, I've gained a lot of knowledge and uh, probably avoided mistakes from listening to guys uh, like you and uh, different ones. So it's definitely uh, encouraging and definitely helpful. Well, thanks to Sawyer for sharing his story with us today, and he's definitely headed in the right direction in life. It's good to hear a story like that. I know my first few years in business, they were not good. They were rough, and uh, I made a lot of mistakes, and uh, thankfully, I learned from those mistakes, but that's why we do this show. That's why I just launched my e-course, guys. I'm so pumped up for it because as I listen to Grayson's story, as I reflect back on my first year, my rookie season, oh my gosh, Marty, I... <laughs> Just about everything you could have done wrong, I feel like I did. And it wasn't because I lacked hard work. It wasn't because I lacked grit or perseverance. I mean, I'd go out there and outwork you. I'd, I'd push that mower. I'd run that weed eater. I'd, I work hard. I just lacked the knowledge. There was just a bunch of small little decisions that I didn't know any better. And I, was, I made poor decisions. And so that's what drove me to make this e-course is so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I made, but I teach in each of these lessons, the foundations, the principles, the things to consider as you're building your business or maybe even starting your business. So you do things right at the beginning. So we don't have time wasted in vanity and lose out on money because we didn't charge the right price or we didn't have set something set up correctly or just an error that we're making in the machine of our business and in the systems of our business. But uh, I pour my heart and soul into this course so that uh, you can learn the foundations. If you're just considering starting a lawn or landscaping company, I encourage you to check it out. Or maybe you're in your first, second, third year, and you just want to make sure that you have considered everything, that you're running things as efficiently and as profitably as possible. Check out my e-course. I'm really excited about it. And uh, we're going to put that link in today's show notes. So thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate it. And thanks to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode. Guys, if you want to become a professional hardscaper, check out the Hardscape Academy in the section down below. Check out the e-course in the section down below and have a blessed day. We'll be back soon, folks.